This is Fred Ricciani, TSC News, live on YouTube and the sportscourier.com. I am recapping Royal Rumble 2018 from top to bottom with my man Scott Anderson. He's got some baby daddy duties. He just had a newborn baby, so he'll be joining us very shortly. But we're recapping Royal Rumble from top to bottom, and we're going to talk about all the big news. I'm losing my headphones. I'm losing my voice. I'm losing my damn mind because we just got the breaking news that Ronda Rousey has officially signed a, keyword, full-time contract with WWE via ESPN's Ramona Shelburne, a.k.a. Ronda Rousey's personal publicist who deletes anything that she writes that's accidentally negative about Rousey. But that's neither here nor there. What, what, what can I say? What, what, what can I say? Let me take a sip of water here because I'm, I'm going to need, need my energy for this one. Oh, my goodness. All right, so here's the big news. We had the men's Royal Rumble winner, the women's Royal Rumble winner, both emanate from the country of Japan. That's right, Shinsuke Nakamura is your 2018 men's Royal Rumble winner, and Asuka is the first ever women's Royal Rumble winner. So let's get to the big news at the end, okay? Asuka wins. Charlotte and Alexa, who were outside, both the respective champions of their brands, get in the ring, and Asuka has to choose between which one. Now, at first, I found this kind of lame because they should let the moment sink in that Asuka won the Royal Rumble. They could make this a month or two month long storyline. But after some stalling, after a big stare down, Ronda Rousey's trademark music, the theme song of Freaks and Geeks, hits. Ronda Rousey comes out. We see her Titantron. It's got a logo similar to the late, great Rowdy Roddy Piper, who I believe she knew personally. And she's rocking an outfit in tribute to WWE Hall of Famer Roddy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper, excuse me. Comes out rocking a Rousey shirt, which looks great. The trademark Roddy Piper leather jacket. I don't know if it's, it's his or not. She didn't have the kilt. She had some jeans. Walked in. Stared all three down, pointed at the WrestleMania sign, went to shake Asuka's hand. Asuka slapped that hand away. And then Rousey, once again, pointed at the WrestleMania sign, got out of the ring, shook Stephanie McMahon's hand. They had a, a brief stare down, and she walked away. And then, after six hours of pay-per-view action... And mind you, it was a pretty damn good pay-per-view. Not as good as NXT TakeOver, but, but a great pay-per-view nonetheless, right? A great first WB pay-per-view for 2018. But after six effing hours, what the hell does Michael Cole ask us to do? Well, I'll tell you what he asks us to do, right? He asks us to go on... Get this, social media, social media to find out the news. So after six hours of investing our time, we have to go on to social media to find the news because they can't just say on the air, breaking news via ESPN, Ronda Rousey assigned a full-time deal with WWE. No, they don't. They have to have us go on to social media, check out. Ronda Rousey's personal publicist slash journalist, 
and read the scoop. So, Ramona Shelburne, congratulations. You got the scoop. Ronda Rousey signs a full-time deal with WWE. Worst kept secret of professional wrestling. I believe, I don't even know who had it first at this point. I mean, it's it's been rumored for so long. I know Dave Meltzer's you know, had, had, had that, you know, that, that opinion for a while that she'd sign. And I, I honestly, I think she signed for a while. I just think they were waiting on releasing the terms and coming to terms. I am shocked that it is a full time deal for a few reasons. One, she's Rhonda goddamn Rousey. She's got money in the bank. She's no longer fighting. She's making movies. I don't think a lot of people would call her the best actress or, or a great actress, and that's with all due respect to her and her business acumen and her talents in the cage and, and as a self-promoter. Uh, but she's doing well enough where she doesn't really need the money. She just got married to Travis Brown. She might be looking to start a family down the road. I guess evidently not down this road. And, you know, the travel sucks as a wrestler. And, and some MMA fighters will tell you, many who I've interviewed before who tried both, will tell you that they felt personally, mentally, that professional wrestling was tougher. Maybe physically MMA is because you get punched in the face for real, although there are definitely physical risks to pro wrestling. But, I mean, the travel, the grind. Now, maybe, just maybe, this means she has a full-time deal with WWE like Brock Lesnar. Or she could be on TV every week. If she's on TV every week, even if she wanted to be, personally, I think that's a big mistake by WWE. And I think it's a big mistake on her part, because she's famous enough, she's a big enough star where she could literally work one match a year like The Undertaker and probably get paid a million dollars or more by WWE. Maybe she doesn't want to do that. I don't know. If she actually does want to at least try to be a real full-time WWE superstar, I give her props. She's always had respect for the business. I'd expect her to do somewhat well, at least in terms of personality and, and gimmick, because you know she is real. She is one of the all-time great UFC fighters. And her teammate Shayna Baszler, in just a couple years in the business, has been doing great in NXT and on the indies. So we'll see. But and Ronda's not also Shayna Baszler, though. She's Ronda Rousey. And who knows? I don't want to sound dismissive. I don't want to sound pessimistic. I know it's two different industries and whatnot, but when Ronda Rousey lost one fight, she went incognito. She went radio silent. She didn't do interviews. She complained and just went into hiding. Loses another fight to Manny Nunez. Got pissed off. Went into hiding. What happens if Ronda Rousey does her thing, but craps the bed with whatever match she's going to have at WrestleMania? Doesn't do so well week to week. Mental grind wears on her. Is she going to rise above? Or is she going to say, you know what, screw this, and, and you know, pull Brock Lesnar in 2004 and just head on out of here? And look, she's Ronda Rousey. If I had that kind of money, if I had that kind of fame, you know what, I'd exhaust all my options and do my thing. What does she have to lose? She could sign a full time. Honestly, realistically speaking, she could sign a full time contract at WWE, and she's probably got powerful enough lawyers and money behind her that she could literally tear that thing up within a year or so if things don't work out. She's Ronda freaking Rousey. That's the benefits of being Ronda Rousey, being a huge celebrity, compared to, say, I don't know, Dean Ambrose or, or somebody like that. So we'll see what happens, but that is the big news. Ronda Rousey confronts the three most powerful women in WWE, as Michael Cole stated, and she pointed to the WrestleMania sign, hinting at some type of involvement, probably a match, at WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans. So before we get to 
the Royal Rumble results. I just want to say, welcome to a live chat. If you want to leave a comment below, please feel free to comment on YouTube. You can also comment on the sportscourier.com. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, at sportscourier. If you are tweeting or posting on social media, social media, as Michael Cole would say, please feel free to use the hashtag TSC News. And let's get to some of the comments here from people that are watching live. Dan Foster says this was a really good show. I agree. Mr. Racer1029 says one of the best Royal Rumbles of all time. You know, the men's Royal Rumble was weird as hell. I would have liked to have seen the the final two be a little different. But, yeah, I mean, it was exciting. There were some great surprises. And honestly, even though bell to bell, I wouldn't say that this show was better than NXT TakeOver, especially the Almas and Gargano match. I'll say this. I was watching this with my dad, and I had a few people over while I was recapping this. And we all, like, marked out. We all had a good time. I just had fun watching this as a fan. And Royal Rumble's my favorite pay-per-view. I love Royal Rumble. It was the first pay-per-view I ever bought when I had disposable income as a teenager. But I can't recall a Royal Rumble where I've been so hyped up and excited as I have been today. I mean, I, or tonight. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think. Maybe. Man, I don't know. When's, when's when I was like, last time I was like really genuinely excited for a Royal Rumble. You know what? Like during the match itself. And, and this includes the Women's Rumble. You know what? Probably 2007. When it was Shawn Michaels and Undertaker as the final two, and they were duking it out, and, and that planted the seeds for their epic WrestleMania encounter two years later, that, that was probably the last time I was really like, oh my god, like, holy crap, anything can happen in a Royal Rumble. And those two are, are of course, the all-time greats. Yeah, tremendous work from all involved. So we'll, we'll get to everything that went down there. Holiday197 says, I really enjoyed this pay-per-view. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Dan says, overall, great wrestling weekend. Terrell Scott also says it's a great show. J.D. Frank 20 says best rubble since 2010. Only thing I remember about 2010 is the great surprise of Edge winning it after the torn Achilles. Russ Broski wins the Women's Royal Rumble. Great prediction. Actually, I predicted Becky Lynch. Uh, and Scott Anderson picked Ronda Rousey, so we were both off the mark. Jeremy Bowers, if Mysterio's appearance, Ray Mysterio did return tonight, kids, wasn't a one-off, do you think he should be put on SmackDown? Absolutely. It's his home brand. Why not? Although Raw is a bigger audience, Raw is the flagship show in DDB's eyes, and they desperately need some Hispanic stars, and Ray is the GOAT in terms of Hispanic stars. J.D. Frank, Sasha was badass being a heel. I agree. Uh, Alan Wu says, Royal Rumble is my perfect alternative to the Grammys. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Although I heard Rihanna got pretty wild, so I'll have to check that out later. Appropriately, of course. Lion Spirit, is anyone mad Hurricane didn't get to chokeslam Cena? I'm uh, that, it was fine. It was it was hilarious. JB says I was only disappointed when Almas was eliminated by Randy Orton. Yes, Andrade Cien Almas, as I predicted, was in the Royal Rumble match, but he was eliminated, which was unfortunate. But he did have a great showing. That he did. I didn't like the fact he got eliminated by Randy Orton, but at least it was at the hands of an epic ass RKO. And Rey Mysterio Jr. Hot damn. That mofo looked freaking fantastic. All right, now Scott Anderson's calling in. Let's get him on the line. Scotty to Heidi Anderson. What is up, buddy? How are you doing, Fred? I'm doing great, man. I can't see your video for whatever reason. Let's try to get you oh, on I, here. Oh, I didn't come on video. See, I, I don't have oh. a hat on. My hair's all messed up. I can. I, I didn't know. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. It's no, no, we're good. I, I got hair now. So oh, you do? Show, okay. We can show the people my cool Seamus Hawk. You're Seamus Hawk? Well, kind of, sort of-ish. Oh, oh, God. I mean, it's not like really. It's just the way my hair is. Yeah, well, you we, you work on that. Oh. But in the meantime, 
Let's kick things off. Whoa, you got some, you got some feedback there, brother. Oh, all right, sorry. Here you go. Here, let me put this camera on. See, how oh, there you go. Whoa, there we go. We got Scott Anderson's hair. We got some feedback yeah. right there. Yeah, I can't see you, buddy. I'm sorry. I, I, well, I see I, myself. I don't know. Well, I can see you from my end, but I can't. I can't see on. It's okay. We'll keep the no, audio. No, Let's keep the audio. It's all good. All right, it's all good. So, I'll shut the video off on my end. Good cool, enough. Cool, cool, cool. Sounds good, brother. All right. Let's get to the Royal Rumble show. We just lost Scott Anderson, but we'll get we'll get him back. I think he's hyped up because of uh, because of his girl uh, Ronda Rousey. So we have the Royal Rumble kickoff. Two hundred five live six man tag. Yeah, we're live, kids. Kalisto, Lindsay Dorado, and Grand Metalik defeated TJP, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak. This was a fun match, a great showcase of Metalik's talents. And he did a great job in getting the crowd into it at the end. By the way, if you're watching us live or after the fact, please feel free to visit thesportscore.com. Or if you're on YouTube, click the like button, share this while your friends, subscribe to TSC News, and enable notifications. We had the Revival defeat Gallows and Anderson. This was a perfectly fine Raw TV tag team match, maybe even a WWE main event tag team match. It was fine. Uh, not, nothing, nothing, really, uh, nothing really spectacular. We had the Bobby Roode Open Challenge. Bobby Roode defeated Mojo Rawley to retain the U.S. title. I, I kind of missed this match because I was uh, focusing on some other things going on with the site, some technical difficulties. Scott, you're back on the line. You watched Mojo versus Roode. What would you think? Watched, uh, you know, it wasn't a very good match. Let's put it that way. They could have done better. Um, I, I, I don't know if Mojo was supposed to be the correct opponent for Bobby Roode. It just it didn't come off right at all. You feel like they just had like kind of negative chemistry? Yeah, it wasn't. Sorry, my mic was having some issues here. Yeah, it wasn't very good at all. I just the chemistry wasn't there. Like I said, the finish wasn't there. I guess I, I don't, you know, like you said, it was uh, what was it now? Five hours ago, five and a half hours ago, that came on like what six thirty. So right, yeah, it just it, it was flat to me. It just didn't do a whole lot. They could have done a lot better. They could have debuted somebody. They could have they could have done a lot more with it. It just it was a match. It was what it was, but it was nothing great at all. True, true. All right, we got some more comments coming in. Telvin Kipapa says, "I'm happy Ronda is in WWE, but she stole Oscar's moment, unfortunately." Yeah, she kind of, she kind. I mean, I don't know if she stole it. Well, but that's the idea. Put, yeah, I guess that that is that is the idea for sure. Um, let's see. Oh, actually, you know what? It was kind of. You know who else stole the moment? We'll we'll get to it later. But I feel like that Bullet Club dissension on the New Japan show kind of stole Jay White's moment. Jay White, new NJPW US champion, by the way. Okay. Let's get to the rest of the, this show. We, okay, so we got through the kickoff. For those that are wondering, Kalisto, Lindsay Dorado, Grand Malik defeated TJP Gallagher, or Gallagher, excuse me, and Gulak. Revival defeated Gallows and Anderson, and Bobby Roode retained the U.S. title against Mojo Raleigh in an open challenge. We had, oh, God, before we get to the main card, we had a brutal, brutal segment. I don't know if you saw it with the Lunder Blaze, where she could not name any of the women in, in the Women's Royal Rumble match and wouldn't make a prediction. And JB- yeah, I was eating dinner. I, I caught that. JBL kept asking her to make a prediction, and she wouldn't. My God, I mean, listen, I didn't care for Alunda Blaze after some of her uh, our questionable tr- tweets regarding the LGBT community. I'll leave it at that. But I really didn't care for her after this. My God, I mean, look, well, with all due respect, she's a legendary women's wrestler. She's a she was an awesome competitor. She probably could, still could go if she tried, but she is not a good panelist, and she did not make a pick. Make a pick, damn it, man! I'm in my hey, JBL yeah. mood. Hey Fred, real quick, I um, I was listening on my phone real quick as I was taking care of some uh, daddy stuff I had to do, and I know we had mentioned uh, Ronda Rousey is now full time. So full time does this mean house shows? 
Well, I was I was talking about I, I was talking about that at the beginning of the show, and I really yeah. have no idea. I, I, it might be f- full time, as in like a full time bro deal with Triple H, where it's like, hey man, I work TVs, but not a uh, not house shows. It could probably be better. And I, I know you said like you know almost do the Brock Lesnar type of thing, show up every once in a while, which would be better because you know she is who she is, and she has a special talent that you don't want to dilute that at all. I agree totally. You know, um, but uh, real quick, I. And also with the jacket, you mentioned that you don't know where she got that from. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yeah. The uh, the tweet from Ramona was that it was Rowdy Piper's that her uh, his son gave it to her to use or to wear. So there's a story mm. there. I like I, that. Yeah, I told my wife, I said, what? Look, that looked a little big on her. <laughs> and then I read it a little bit later on. And uh, there you go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Man, we got so many comments coming in. Everybody is buzzing about this show. I love it. I love this this is what I love about wrestling, man. When it's when it's hot, when people are talking and for the right reasons. Well, I was talking to myself during the women's match and my wife's like, Who the heck are you talking to? I said, I'm talking to myself. What's wrong with that? I'm like trying to count in my head who's left, who's gonna come. <laughs> so, you know. She thinks I'm crazy, but you know she's known me for almost 20 years. So yeah, I mean, God, God bless yeah. her. Strong woman. That's Speaking it. Of strong Amen. women. Strong woman. Okay, we had the WWE sure champion. man. No. Stro- oh God, <laughs> we had the WWE title handicap match, two on one, Owens and Zayn versus AJ Styles. Weird to see the WWE title in the opener. Although I do recall a few years ago when Daniel Bryan was world champion at the 2012 Royal Rumble, he defeated Hen- Mark Henry and the Big Show in a steel cage match to retain the world heavyweight title. This was a fun match that saw. AJ Styles get the win by rolling up. I think it was what well, it was Owens, right? Yeah, I think he rolled up. He rolled yeah. up. He rolled yes. up Owens. Yeah. Uh, so what? So what happened was okay. Let's let me pull this up. Refresh. <laughs> okay. Jeez, there's so much that went on. Okay. Owens and Zayn uh, were making constant tags to annoy AJ Styles. Eventually, AJ Styles was unloaded on both with strikes. Owens and Zayn were hitting everything from super kicks to a blue thunder bomb on Styles, but Styles kept kicking out. Styles was booked like God here, and rightfully so. He's one of the best in the world, and he's a great champion. Styles hit a phenomenal form at one point on Zayn, but the pin was broken up by Owens. Styles later locks in the calf crusher on Owens, but the submission was broken up. Finish as follows. Styles was lifting Zayn, who may or may not have barely tagged Owens in. Styles dumps Zayn on the outside and reverses Owens' pop-up power bomb attempt for the winning pinfall. It was pretty good. Uh, I, I didn't expect that 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 pin finish, the pinning combination. It wouldn't be the first pinning combination we had. I dug it. What'd you think, Scott? Yeah, it was it was a good match. I think Owens is still a little dinged up. You can kind of see it in the match. Um, you know, Zane carried Owens a little bit. AJ carried them both, of course. It was a good match. It was a good opener. Got the crowd going. I suppose it's better than doing one of the tag total matches. Um, you know, Owens and uh, AJ don't have the best chemistry for whatever reason. Yeah. So. Um, you know, Sammy definitely helped with the match. And, and, you know, like I said, it was a good opening match. The last time, what was it, WWE title opened a pay-per-view was, I guess, back October 2016. The triple threat with AJ, Cena, oh, and Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, because they didn't yeah. want to compete with the with the Hillary the, and, and Trump debate. Yep. So they did that, which is weird because you could watch that show on demand anyway. But whatever, that was, yeah, that was, that was, yeah. That's, good, that's a good point. And we should note, too, that Kevin Owens has been reportedly banged up. So... It, you know, it, that too adds to their awkward chemistry. These guys already have awkward chemistry for whatever reason. And, you know, the injury, whatever injury Kevin Owens is dealing with uh, certainly didn't help. No, not at all. We had a weird match, the SmackDown Tag Title Best of Three Falls match. The Usos defeated Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin on three straight falls to win the match. 
this really, really disappointed me. I felt like this was kind of like a, a SmackDown TV match, although just a little bit yeah. longer with two extra falls, and it, it disappointed me. Usos got one pin via well, splash, one, oh, one, one pin via roll-up, much like the AJ yeah. Styles match. Very confusing, and this did not make Gable and Benjamin look good at all. It did not. It looked like kind of a uh, a quick finish. I don't know if you caught it on the pre-show. They did an awkward backstage segment with uh, Jordan and Rollins were talking and Benjamin and Gable walk in. And I, I guess they just want us to forget that Gable beat the holy bejesus out of Jordan back during the Survivor Series angle because they hugged. And then they decided to talk about each other. And that was fun with Jordan, you know. What was it? Jordan was talking about how Gable, uh, you know, still needs a partner to can't be solo, this and that. So it was kind of awkward, kind of weird. And you know, what's funny. Sense. You know, what's funny. Honest to God, I even forgot about that. That they be- that he beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Say so, hey, whatever. The more you know. So yeah, that was awkward. Yeah, and- the, the the first fall took forever in this match. Also, it, it it went a good long time, and then the second fall just came out of nowhere, and it did look kind of rushed, almost like. They were audible and to run out of time or something. I I don't know, but yeah, it wasn't very good at all. Yeah, I yeah, I, it was just I don't know. The definitely disappointed. Uh, I don't know, very very weird. But hey, you know, maybe maybe they'll set up another match. I, I don't know. I guess I guess we could see the Usos maybe taking on Owens and Zayn maybe at Elimination Chamber at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's possible. I would hope not, but it is possible. Why do you hope not? I'd like to see that. I don't know. I That'd mean, be a I great think Owens Zane deserve more. It is. It would be, but... I think the Usos deserve more. They've never even had a freaking WrestleMania main well, card match. they won't now then, because they'll put that on the pre-show. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christmas. All right. I, I tell you what, looking looking ahead, though, and I, and I know we already talked about it, but if it's going to be Asuka and Alexa Bliss, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know how you put that on the main card. For WrestleMania, but we can get to that later. Oh, no, come on, you can't. You no, know, you can't. Have a, I know you can't, but I, I mean, if you're gonna put Rousey and Charlotte and whatever else, uh, what dude, do you do? They, they will. They will not put the women's winner on the pre-show. Okay, they will not. I'll, I'll repeat. Well, not Oscar anyway. I agree with you, but I just I don't know what they're gonna do. It'll be interesting because yeah. then you have, and then you're also gonna have you know Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch and a lot of other people. So, so well, it'll be fun to see what I, they do. yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm sure the U.S. title or the uh, um, IC title would would get the nod for the pre-show again. If, if and one happens. of the tag team titles, absolutely sure. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, we got three months to to figure out WrestleMania. So I don't think, I don't think we got to worry about that yet. We had the men's Royal Rumble match. First entrant was Rusev with a huge Rusev Day ovation. The second entrant was Finn Balor. Third was Rhino. Not much going on at the moment except Rusev running wild. Fourth entrant was Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin uh, just doesn't waste any time, runs wild himself. He cleverly ran under the ropes and clotheslined Rusev. And then he countered Rhino's gore with a deep six and eliminated Rhino for the first elimination. Immediately following that, Finn Balor eliminated Baron Corbin. And then we had a funny moment. I'm not the biggest fan of Baron Corbin being a dork and being a bully that always gets beat up, but this was pretty awesome. Corbin flipped out, took out Bauer and Rusev on the outside, had to be escorted by security. The fifth entrant was Heath Slater, who was immediately laid out on the ramp by Corbin. And it was just, this, this is awesome. The sixth entrant Elias. Uh, Elias came out <laughs> and was singing with his well, was talking with his guitar, well, you know, playing the guitar a little bit talking he eventually sang he took out slater on the ramp as well he asked everybody if they wanted to walk with elias 
And I'm surprised it, you didn't mention the, the Eagles or the Patriots yeah. to get that massive heel heat. Yeah, you, th- you think he would. He, he insulted Rocky, but he didn't insult the, the, yeah. the Eagles. Weird. He said time is an illusion, and the only real thing is him. He actually played the guitar in tune, believe it or not, and he dissed Rocky. <laughs> not the Eagles are in the Super Bowl, but Rocky. Okay. The clock interrupted Elias with the seventh, tri- with the seventh entrant being NXT champion, my boy, Andrade Cien Almas. I may have predicted this. And Almas hit his trademark right knees on Elias. Elias uh, took Almas down, which led to the eighth entrant being Bray Wyatt. Wyatt also beat up Heath Slater on the outside. I love this. I love this ongoing motif in the in the match. It was great. He kept it going longer. Yeah, because Slater wasn't even officially in the match at that point. Uh, so Bray Wyatt uh, attacked Elias and Almas. Clothesline Balor. Ninth entrant was Biggie of the New Day. By the way, there's a lot going on. These are all from my notes, so uh, feel free to keep yeah, up. Uh, you took notes. See, good for you. I, I didn't take notes. Yeah, Biggie uh, tries to get Slater in the ring and feeds him pancakes from his tights. <laughs> Rusev kicks Biggie and is trying to eliminate Almas. And then we had number 10, which is Ty Dillinger. But the perfect 10 is nowhere to be found. We cut backstage. We cut to backstage where Owens and Zayn take out Dillinger. Zayn takes Dillinger's place somehow because that's legal, I guess, in the Royal Rumble. Zane well, Kevin runs. Owens was going to do it, and then Sammy says, no, 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 I got this. Because you can see Owens still limping in the back. Yeah, Zayn ran in. 11 entrant was the bar Sheamus, the 2012 Royal Rumble winner. Kind of. And, and how do they treat the 2012 Royal Rumble winner? On his birthday. By having Heath Slater eliminate him almost immediately. That was hilarious. All the superstars were in disbelief. Bray Wyatt eliminated Heath Slater to booze. 12th entered is Xavier Woods. New Day tries to eliminate Elias, but is broken up by Rusev. Still plenty of wrestlers in the ring, including the NXT champ. 13th entrant is Apollo Crews, who was greeted by shrugs and apathy. Uh, <laughs> Wyatt attempts his sister Abigail on Bauer, but is countered. Bauer hit a double foot stomp on Wyatt, leading to the 14th entrant, Shinsuke Nakamura. Crowd was singing Nakamura's song for a good minute straight after his music stops, which was, which was pretty cool. Yes, Nakamura took out Cruz and avoided Zayn's Huluva kick to send him over the top rope. Nakamura eliminates Zayn. So much for the Kevin and Sammy show. Seriously, the top heels in SmackDown are such geeks right now. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, not feeling that. We had the 15th entrant being Cesaro. Cesaro tries to throw Bauer out, but almost stops that for a time being. It looks like they're setting up Reigns to run wild eventually and eliminate a bunch of people at this point. And then the 16th entrant is Kofi Kingston. Cesaro eliminates Apollo Crews with an uppercut on the apron. That was a fun exchange. 17th entrant is Jinder Mahal. Jerry Lawler, with the most hilarious line of the night, says he does research. <laughs> oh, For three my. straight days. Especially with SmackDown. My God. And he picks Mahal to win the Rumble. Okay. Mahal has a nice showing while it lasts. He eliminates Woods and Big E. 18th entrant is Seth Rollins. Sling Blade on Elias and Wyatt. Sling Blade on Balor. Cesaro knocks Balor down and tries to eliminate him, but Seth Rollins hits a monkey flip on Cesaro, sending him to the outside to eliminate him. Mahal eliminates Kingston, or so he thinks, but Kingston has another great rumble moment. He lands on his feet. Actually, no. He he lands on his feet, but his feet don't land on the floor. They land on Xavier Woods and on a plate of pancakes. So Kofi on the plate of pancakes hops back, tries to hop back into the ring, but Mahal blocks him. So New Day propels Kingston back into the ring, which was great, but then he's quickly eliminated by Mahal. They always do that with Kofi. I would have loved to have seen Kofi last in the final four. I think it would have been a great moment, man. Come on. The guy's in there for 10 years. He sells merchandise. Why not? I agree. 
Wait. Okay, so Kofi Kingston eliminated. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Kofi Kingston eliminated Jinder Mahal. And then Andrade Cien Almas eliminated Kofi Kingston. My bad. 19th entrant was Woken Matt Hardy. Huge delete chance. Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy actually double teamed to eliminate Rusev. That was BS. That was ridiculous. Rusev, another guy, deserved better. Wyatt and Hardy then eliminated each other. That was wacky. 20th entrant is John Cena. Everyone left in the ring attacks John Cena for the moment. John Cena recovered an A8 Elias out of the ring. 21 entrant is my friend and former TSC News guest Shane Hurricane Helms. Great guy. One of my favorite people in the business. Came out looking a little bit maybe heavier than the 225-pound yeah, limit. that to you. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I'm called for. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Listen. I said heavier than a 225-pound limit. I didn't say he didn't look great. He still looks great. Still, better than me and you, right? Still, so. did, hey, still did his thing. He can still whoop my ass. If he hears this, he's definitely gonna whoop my ass next time he sees me around at a show. But and he came in, <laughs> went to choke slam John Cena. John Cena got him up for an AA and threw him out of the ring. I was pissed off, but Hurricane recovered nicely. Did the stand back pose. Hurricane Helms, everybody. I was happy. That, that was when I was really starting to mark out like, hell yeah. Well, Andrade Almas was, was the, the big one for me, followed by Hurricane Helms. That was great. 22nd entrant is Aiden English. That's a crime to see him enter in without Rusev. And yeah, so he's, he's doing his thing. 23rd entrant, where I really started to get excited. Adam Cole, baby of NXT and the Undisputed Era. I have no idea if this means that Almas and Cole or on the main roster, or if they're just surprises. But whatever the case may be, it was very cool to see Adam Cole in the Royal Rumble match. I will say this. I know some people that aren't familiar with Adam Cole's work look at him as a, a miniature HBK. I, I read this from a few people, actually. I don't know if they just stole tweets from each other, but I had a couple people that were like, uh, Adam Cole looks like a miniature HBK without the charisma. Well, if you're not familiar with Adam yeah. If you're not familiar with Adam Cole, let me tell you something Adam Cole. And look, wrestling subjective and all that jazz. But very few guys outside of WWE, before he got to WWE, have carried themselves like stars like Adam Cole. I'd say EC3 as well, who's now recently signed, now with NXT. I, I think he carries himself uh, like, like a superstar. Ricochet, who's now signed by WWE, but before then, carries himself like a superstar. But really, Adam Cole, man, he just... He, he's, he's got something. He, re he really does. So if you're not familiar with him, get familiar with him. Again, if there's people that don't like him, that happens. It, it makes me curious to to see if that means that he may or may not work on the main roster. We'll, we'll see if Creative does right by him. But if he's going to stay in NXT, feel free to to check him out, do your research, because Adam Cole Bay Bay is the man, at least in my humble opinion. I think he's a superstar. So, 24th entrant is Randy Orton. I should note that Cole is still nursing his injured ribs from the Extreme Rules match with Aleister Black at this point. Andrade almost tried to launch himself at Orton, but he got RKO'd. And by the way, part of some of the typos in my running report, there's a lot going on. I'm definitely going to be spell-checking and revising as the journalism student that I am after this show. Randy Orton eliminated Almas. I wasn't a fan of this elimination. I don't think you were either. 25th entrant was Titus O'Neil. At this point, Randy Orton's rapid hair growth was looking odder by the day. 26th entrant is The Miz. Miz counters Cena's AA attempt and DDTs him. Miz officially ties Goldust and Undertaker with third all-time in Royal Rumble appearances, according to Michael Cole. Miz gives a yes kicks to Rollins and Cena. 
Rollins throws out Miz, who lands on the apron. But I believe he was saved by the Miz Taraj. 27th entrant is 2006 Royal Rumble winner Rey Mysterio, who's what, like 41 years old? Looking and, in the best shape I've seen him in in maybe like 10 years. My God. And three years ago was booed out of the building when he was number 30 in Philadelphia. Damn. Was it really that long ago already? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he looked he looked tremendous. He looked like he lost a little weight. Slummer looked good. He looked he looked great. And I, I said, he looked really, maybe like, ooh, 205-ish. Oh, know. come on. Rey Mysterio nah, in 205 I Live. I, I heard it's just a one-off. So, Well, we'll, we'll see. There. We'll see we'll if see. it is. I hope it's not. They desperately need a guy like him. As far as for the Latin market, but we'll see. Well, they have Almers also, so they they do if if they promote him to the main roster and and do right by him. But it do, hey, it doesn't hurt to have both, right? I mean, two no, two Japanese stars won the Royal Rumble. It doesn't hurt when you have. Th- this <laughs> Who would have thought that? This is the thing that Daddy B doesn't learn enough from the UFC. And granted, the UFC is extremely oversaturated. But when UFC was hot, and even when UFC was kind of cold, but still doing well in international markets, they never said, you know what. We already have a, a, a knockout artist. We don't need another one. We already have a British guy, Michael Bisbing. We don't need another one. We already have a, you know, a marketable woman, Ronda Rousey. We don't need another one. No, they said, hey, we'll take whoever we can get that we can market, which is something that it looks like Deadly B is finally coming around to doing, which is, which is great. Now, granted, they kind of did that with the UK brand, although that was more of like a vanity thing for you know, a couple nights here and there. But looks like they're doing it, well, at least with their Japanese market. So good on them. Welcome to 2018, y'all. So then... Rey Mysterio ran wild, eliminated Adam Cole, hit the 619 on Miz. Again, he looks in incredible shape for a man over 40, especially Rey Mysterio, who's had a ton of surgeries. 28th entrant is 2015 Royal Rumble winner Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is met with booze and apathy. And I know Roman Reigns is a great in-ring competitor. I know Roman Reigns definitely belongs in one of the top spots. But it, it never ceases to amaze me every year in the Royal Rumble, especially this year being back in Philly. How still not over and apathetic people are towards him as like the tippity top guy. And I, again, as somebody that is a fan of his, I am saying this with all due respect to him, it's still really surprising to me. And I'm sure he's one of the top merchandise sellers by default because he's pushed well. And he's, again, he's a great entering competitor. And, and like he does have something, he does have some type of it factor. But. You know, and it, it's a different era and everything. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say other than he, whatever. Whatever John. Well, you got some feedback there, buddy. Oh, let me sorry, meet you, let me meet you for a sec. Whatever, wh- whatever John Cena had when he started getting booze, when he was still selling merchandise, drawing ratings. I just don't think Roman Reigns has. And, and to be fair, I don't, I don't think a lot of people in WWE history have. I mean, Cena to me is right up there. With the guys like The Rock and Austin and Hogan and, and Savage and all those guys, you may if you maybe you want to put them below some of those guys, sure. But he's absolutely in the conversation of Savage, Hogan, Rock, Austin, uh, Ric Flair. Cena definitely belongs in that conversation. Maybe a rung below those guys, but still belongs in in the conversation. And Roman Reigns, look, ten years from now, five years from now, he may well be well on his way there. And it might be unfair to judge him based on you know the, the economics of this era where Daddy B can literally put the title on Jinder Mahal and still have stable business. I don't know. Just just something about it. It's weird. It was sobering. I shouldn't be surprised anymore, but it was sobering to hear all the booze and apathy. It wasn't even like real like heel heat either. It was just like uh like like it was like a long, prolonged groan. What do you think, man? I'm trying to word this correctly. I, I think it's 
I'm going to just say 2017, even though I know we're in 2018. It's the internet. It's social media. It's text. It's tweets. It's this. It's that. Everybody knows that he's supposed to be that guy, and they don't want it, so they're going to fight back against it. I think, you know, with John Cena, you still got a lot of cheers with him and a lot of booze with him. And, and it was and organic. It was that time, it was organic. People know this. They don't want it, and they're going to still – WWE is still pushing it, and I think that's the issue. You know, yeah. and that's that's the unfortunate part. I mean, the guy can work. He's a great performer. He's got the look, but people don't want to be told what to do. And that's what's happening. And that's why you see guys like Adam Cole and Almers and and, and these guys get the pops that they're getting in Gargano last night or two nights. Well, yeah, last night still for another minute and a half. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so I think that's what's going on. You know, people want to want to cheer for who they want to cheer for. They don't want to be told who to cheer for. And I think that's a big issue. I agree. And I think to, to, to me, I think he's a guy that is definitely marketable is definitely a big star in a way. I think he's, and this is no way is an insult to either guy. I think he's kind of like a rich man. Seamus. He's the guy that Daddy B hoped Seamus would be who like, like Seamus is a damn good in ring competitor, likely underappreciated by a majority of the audience. But unlike Seamus, I'd say, well, he's gotten a stronger push in his career than Sheamus has, but Sheamus was pushed you know, throughout his career, four-time WWE champion and all that. And, and I, f- I feel like you know, he's a guy that kind of fits Triple H's mold, great body and you know, athletic and, and lifts heavy and has the looks and, 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 all, and all that. But he's definitely a bigger star, bigger merchandise seller than, than Sheamus. He's definitely got more of a knit factor than Sheamus. But it's very similar because Sheamus, to me, is one of the most consistent performers in the entire wrestling business since he came on the scene. At least on the, on the main roster, he really has. If you watch some of his pay per view matches, I mean, they're all really good or great. But for whatever reason, it just never clicked with him to that level. And Roman Reigns is a, uh, levels above Sheamus in terms of being over. But I think it's very similar in the sense that Roman Reigns is great in the ring, and he's an awesome performer. And unlike Sheamus, I think he's actually got a, a better, more a better character, whatever that that may be. You know, it's kind of like the, I'm I'm the guy, and I don't care what you think, and, and all that. But he's he's we've talked about this a million times. We'll move on eventually. He's miscast. I think he should be a heel. And if he's not going to be a heel, I think right now you need to roll with whoever's hotter at the moment. And we'll we'll get to it. I think there might be one guy that is hotter at the moment. We'll 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 see. We'll see. I, I think WWE had their chance December 2015 in the same building, the Wells Fargo Center, when he beat Sheamus for the title. He was hot. He was over. And 13 days later, they went back to the same crap with him. And all that momentum he had when he won the title was gone. Well, I can't snap very good right now, but just like that. Yeah, but but why would why did it go back? I mean, was it the bad booking that they did with him? It well, was just that's bad true. booking. Well, he true. He came out on Raw and it was great. And then McMahon said, you know, did his thing and that was it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you know, for one night, you know, you, you can't you can't take out Vince McMahon for what I, again. For, you Roman, can't do it forever. That's Roman Reigns by no means is a failure. Like I say, he's a great competitor. I can't say enough enough nice genuine things about Roman Reigns because I really do like his work. And honestly, if he won the title and if he wins the title, I'm more than happy to see him defend the title in great matches. He has a lot of great matches, but. To, maybe just the old school guy in me, even though it's really not that old school. It's only been a few years since the network's been around. It's just weird to me to see the tippity-top guy of WWE right now met with such apathy. To me, that that's a sign. It's not going to kill your business. WWE's going to be stable unless you know something happens to the XFL and Vince McMahon and whoever they, they eventually sell WWE to if they sell. But I, I don't know. 
just for, maybe just from like a principal standpoint, I, I, if I was running the company and I'm not a CEO or anything like that, I don't know. I'd, I'd want my top guy to at least get a lot of cheers too. And it, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he does. Well, I want my top good guy to get a lot of cheers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It is what it is. So Roman eliminated Titus O'Neil. He attempted to eliminate Miz, but Miz Trash made the save. Uh, Rollins hit the blackout curb stop on Miz and stared down Reigns. Rollins and Reigns double powerbomb Miz onto the Miz Trash to eliminate Miz. Roman Reigns then immediately eliminates Seth Rollins. By the way, this Royal Rumble match started at 8 p.m. That was really weird. Really weird. It, it didn't do much for the match afterwards, but we'll get to that. Yeah. 29th entrant was Goldust. That was kind of underwhelming. And this is the 12th appearance for Goldust in the Royal Rumble, second all-time behind Shawn Michaels and Big Show, who were all behind Kane. And then the 30th entrant was your boy, Dolph Ziggler. I don't even know why he came back. I mean, he, it was cool, but it was underwhelming. And no, no, it wasn't cool. He, yeah. he came, he, okay, he, came, he comes in. I'm trying to sell we this, had six, right? Okay, he came in, hit the zigzag on Nakamura, tuned up the band for his really bad HBK tribute. Nakamura suplexes Ziggler on the apron. Ziggler lands on his feet. Bauer knocks Ziggler off, and that was his comeback. Finn Bauer eliminates Dolph Ziggler. It's almost like a running joke at this point. It is. I mean, and, it really is. And look, God bless Ziggler. I, I've been a big fan of his work for years and years. I think he should have been one of the guys crowned by WWE back in 2011, 2012, 2013. Hell, you go back even like 2010, he, he showed some flashes of brilliance. But the reality is his character has been used and abused God knows how many times over. And the reality is, as much as uh, I've been a fan of this guy's work, and for long-time viewers of this show, they know I was a big Ziggler fan, beat the Ziggler drum for a number of years. The reality is there are guys in NXT and on the main roster right now, a number of guys who, in terms of character and in the ring right now, that are better than Dolph Ziggler. That's not hating. That's just stating. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to say. You're what, what, absolutely what, what, right. What, what else is there to say? Is he is he is he better than Adam Cole right now? Is he better than any of those guys in NXT that we saw? I mean, the guy's uh, a hell of a worker. He's a hell of a wrestler. He is a hell of a wrestler. He's but, a hell of a talent. He is, but, but is he but is he better right now than anybody we saw on the Takeover card? Does he get you more excited right now than Braun Strowman? It is well, he can't because of what they've done to him. Exactly. Exactly. And the problem is, if you put him, Adam Cole. Um, you know, insert other 220 to 240 pound, you know, six, one guy, the whole the same. And Ziggler, unfortunately has had, you know, he's been there the longest and he's stale. I mean, he needs to go to NXT or new Japan or, you know, somewhere and, and just reinvent himself and come back in a year or two. I don't think Adam Cole's the same as uh, Dolph Ziggler. But no, I, I'm not talking about talent wise. I'm just talking about, you know, they're that same Guy, like, I, it's hard to explain, but they're, you know little, I mean? they're, they're, they're that same body structure, they're that yeah. same height, that same weight, basically that same look. You know, I mean, they kind of do the same thing. Adam Cole's, you know, obviously uh, true, different true. than Ziggler. You, you know, I mean, they're they're almost cookie cutters, and, and that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, I, don't know. I mean, they. I'll say this: they do kind of look similar. And honestly, if you look at some of the NXT guys, I mean, a lot of it does. A lot of the guys do have long hair and beard. So, yeah, you might, you might, you might be right about that one. Although. I'd say the the roster overall is still a lot more distinct than the creator pro wrestler era of of WWE when they had like Sylvan and 
uh, you know, Ted DiBiase Jr. and Cody Rhodes early in his career, where I think he even admits he looked like a creator wrestler. So, yeah, no, I, th- I think you got a point there. Uh, so, let's see. Okay, Finn Balor eliminated Ziggler. We had six men left. It was kind of cool. We had two sides, the 2000s generation of Cena, Orton, and Mysterio, and the current generation, sort of. Of you Reigns, need to go back to the nineties, Mr. Yeah, okay. yeah. Of Reigns, uh, Bauer, and Reigns, Nakamura. Bauer, Nakamura. Thank you. So they went back and forth. AA from Cena and Bauer, six one nine by Mysterio and Reigns, RKO and Nakamura. Orton attempted to RKO, but it was blocked. And then Reigns threw Orton out. Double six one nine on Reigns and Cena. Mysterio goes for another, but Bauer threw him out of the ring. Finn Bauer eliminates Finn, uh, Rey Mysterio. Final four: Bauer. Nakamura, Cena, and Reigns. Great final four. Crowd's behind Nakamura. Reigns attacks Bauer. Cena attacks Nakamura. Cena and Reigns stare each other down and get you both suck chance. This was met with a lot of apathy. I would think John Cena at this point of his career would get more respect. And he well, does for most crowds, but I guess the Philly crowd really didn't want to see it. Bauer, right. Bauer and Nakamura mounted a comeback. Now it's Bauer and Nakamura staring each other down. Crowd chanted too sweet. Bauer was sent on the apron by Nakamura. He got back in the ring. Head kicked by Nakamura and Bauer. Cena and Reigns did a dual clothesline on the former NXT champions. Crowd chanted, you both suck again. Cena and Reigns traded punches, and both of them got boos. It was hilarious. So like, not the boo, yay. It was just boo, boo. Reigns hit the small drop on Cena. Reigns goes for a Superman punch, but Cena counters with the protoplex and five-knuckle shuffle. Sling blade on Cena by Bauer. Sling blade on, on Reigns and Nakamura by Bauer. Head kick by Nakamura on Bauer. Nakamura goes for a Kinshasa running knee, but Bauer counters with the foot stomp. That was a cool counter. Just ran into a foot stomp there. Or I guess like a drop kick that kind of turned into a foot stomp. And then John Cena eliminated Finn Bauer. Personally, I think the final two should have been Bauer and Nakamura. Cena and Reigns could have lived to fight another day. They would have been hurt by that. But whatever. Maybe I'm getting into nitpicky semantics here. Crowd- it is, but you're, tr- you're right. Crowd chanted bullshit. I agreed. Cena and Reigns double-team Nakamura. Cena attempts another five-knuckle shuffle and connects to Reigns. Cena hits an AA, or goes for an AA, but Reigns slips out and hits a Superman punch. Reigns nudges Nakamura out of the way. I don't know if that was just planned, or maybe Nakamura was in the way of the spot. It, Reigns was wasting way too much time going for the spear, and just like that, Cena hit the AA. Nakamura tries to choke out Cena. Cena counters with a suplex attempt. Nakamura counters with Cena on the apron and hits the running knee to eliminate Cena. And we're left with the final two, Reigns versus Nakamura. By the way, this is still like the 9 o'clock hour. Tired yet? Nakamura and Reigns are the final two. Nakamura told Reigns to come on. They traded Bouye punches. Big Superman punch by Reigns on Nakamura. Reigns tried to throw out Nakamura, but Nakamura hung on. Head kick by Nak. Triangle choke. Reigns had a powerbomb him, but back in the ring. Reigns went for the spear, but Nakamura caught him with the knee. And another knee. Went for the Kinshasa, but Reigns answered with the spear. And then Reigns lifts Nakamura, puts him over the top rope. Nakamura hangs on. Hits the Kinshasa and throws out Reigns to win the Royal Rumble match. This was a hell of a Rumble match. I didn't like the booking. Okay. I, I would have booked Almas, Balor, and Rusev. Okay, I would have booked Rusev way better. I would have booked Kofi Kingston way better. I would have had Balor be one of the final two. but And I would have kept Almas in there longer as well. 
But all in all, for a match that you know features some heavy, you know, Debbie-ish booking with, you know, you having to protect their their two top guys of this last decade, I'd say it was a damn good rumble. What do you think? It was. I think the the last six guys went a little too long. Felt like it was just kind of going. I think they could have shortened it up by about ten minutes there. Uh, Ninety seconds per entrant was nice compared to two minutes. It definitely flew by, which was, I guess, kind of good if you're a viewer watching it on a four- to six-hour pay-per-view, depending <laughs> yeah. on how you want to look at things. Um, I don't mind what they did with Balor. Uh, you know, he was number two, so it, it did work for him. Um, you know, the guy was, you know, he carried the match, which was awesome. Cena was what he was. Roman being the last guy eliminated two years in a row is uh, interesting. Nakamura winning, I think, was great. I have no issue with booking Rusev the way they did. Guy came in number one. He, you know, he did his thing, and, and it was what it was. He's not going to win anyway, so what difference does it make? Kofi is Kofi. He's never going to win. He's never going to be a top guy. It's cool to see what he does. It's a shame that they eliminate him, like, right afterwards. Um, you know, I think it, they could have done a little bit more with some of the guys they had in it. There were some guys missing from it I thought could have been in it. Um, overall, though, it was it was good. It was good. I mean, you know, it, it, nothing I think that's over the top. Uh, Rey Mysterio coming back was cool, and, and Adam Cole was definitely a shock more than anybody else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, give it, I'll give it two thumbs up. For sure. Holiday197 says, so we're getting Brock versus Roman, AJ versus Nakamura. And, yeah, actually, at the end of the match, uh, Renee Young interviewed Nakamura right away. I think this kind of took away a little bit of the moment because you know, Nakamura is celebrating it all. But... Crowd was chanting AJ Styles. Renee Young was asking who he's going to pick to face at WrestleMania, which champion. And Nakamura says, AJ Styles. Crowd went nuts. And yeah, it was a big pop. Well, considering that Brock Lesnar hadn't fought yet, if he said Brock Lesnar, it kind of would have ruined what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. but yeah, it, it was cool. AJ Nakamura ought to be a pretty damn good match. Holiday, oh, to, to say the least. It better it better be. I mean, it better I, I, mean be, yeah. I mean I love Nakamura, but man, he's he's he has underwhelmed and dead in the main roster. And the way Actually, and the way they booked AJ at Mania, that that could be the first match. Don't laugh. Uh, who knows? But uh well, look, Nakamura outside of the the short matches with Orton and Cena on TV, which were great, but a little too short. He's had no great matches in WWE as far as one on one, other than maybe the ma- the debut match he had with Zayn at Takeover Dallas. So if he can't have a great match at this stage of his career with AJ Styles at WrestleMania, so I love Nakamura. He's got the F factor and all. He's a huge star. He's already an all time great based on what he did in Japan and what he's done up to this point in WWE. But man, oh man, if he can't have a great match at AJ well, Styles, there's something seriously wrong with that. There has to be some faith in him to put him in the spot. I so agree. We'll I agree. Uh, and Holiday One Nine Seven says I would actually be interested in seeing Cena versus Balor if Undertaker doesn't come back. I would too. I'd like that. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Okay. Is anybody mad that Hurricane didn't choke slam <laughs> uh, Cena? Oh, I think I answered that question already. No, I'm not. Yeah, that mad. they should have done a little bit more with that. But yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Bauer says Seth Rollins needs to burn the tights he wore tonight. Yeah, he had black tights with some flames on them. Burned it down. Yeah, he kind of looked like Bobby Blaze from. <laughs> From WCW, for anybody that gets that obscure oh, reference. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dan Foster says, wow. Scott is right. That U.S. title match sucked. They should never book them together again. And Bobby Roode wasn't even in the Rumble, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Joke Boy says, that was lit. Oh, my effing God. Yeah, it was. Lashley. Okay. Russ Broski. No Lashley. No EC3. No Chris Masters. Oh, I guess because he got released in TNA. Those three should have been in the Rumble. 
I like Chris Masters, but man, he he, he did not much in his WWE career, so I I don't see that happening. And even though he was really he got really good at the end, you know what, what has he done since he left WWE? Not much, mm-hmm. honestly. Okay, Telvin Kipapa says AJ is always a show stealer, and he better headline WrestleMania. Uh, I think it's gonna be the Universal Title, y'all. Uh, DF says AJ worked so hard, deserves I'm success. Not sure about that. Yeah, exactly. I think we could get Charlotte and Ronda Rousey possibly at main event, and it's possible. Yeah, Telvin Kipapa said Gable and Benjamin look like the Vikings in an NFC title game. <laughs> oh man. man, Russ Brokey says Sean Benjamin looks washed up. I completely disagree with you there, no. buddy. I, I completely, completely disagree there with all due respect. Bobby Hill says Fatal 4-Way Women's Unification. No, I, no. I don't think so. No, I don't I don't think that'd be a cool match, but I don't think so. Patrick Messias says, I wish Rikishi entered the Royal Rumble. Hmm. TK, yeah. they made Kofi Kingston look like booty. Terrell Scott says Fred versus Helms, WrestleMania 34. No, I'll, I'll dude, I, I will like la- I will lay down for the pin. I, I ain't taking no choke slam from, from Shane Helms. I think that should be a total deletion match. <laughs> Probably should. More people are saying Bauer versus Cena. Uh, JD is asking, where was Big Show? I think he's pretty much retired now. Zip away. All those women legends still look like they could... Wait, what? All those women legends still look like they could Undertaker's wife look awesome. I think there was a comma or maybe a spell check issue I, I there. Don't, I don't know what that means. Probably all they, they could still like maybe go full time. I don't know. It sounds like he's there. trying to say they all look like Undertaker's wife. I don't know. Well, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't think Undertaker's a polygamist, but that, that's just me. All right, let's get to the rest of the show. So let's, let's kind of breeze through this. We're going long. The well, bar after this was the yeah. The ahead. bar defeated Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan win the tag titles for the fourth time. Practically uh, a, handicap a handicap match. match. Jason Jordan was taken out outside. Uh, I think he hit his face in the post, right? Yes. His face in the post. Those LED posts. I don't know how hard they are, but they make a great sound. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, they didn't really hurt him. Jordan must be really hurt because he didn't work this match at all. Uh, I like the fact that the, the part where Rollins tagged in Jordan, Jordan tried to compete and he just couldn't because he really him. sold the injury. Uh, crowd booed. Uh, although it's it's weird because Seth looked annoyed, but I think in that situation they actually should have made Seth look more concerned, just because he the guy is selling a freaking concussion. Uh, but Seth Bro. Seth got caught and then got pinned. One two three. Is what it is. If Jordan is really banged up, he probably shouldn't be working at all. Maybe he's gonna be well, out for a while. Had to take the titles off him somehow. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Man. I guess he it's... wasn't in the Rumble match, so. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, maybe Daddy B should minimize their travel schedule. <laughs> I like they're ever gonna do that. He maximize their talent at least. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I don't think you should have two house shows the night before one of your major pay per views. That's not a good idea. Did they have two house shows? Well, they ran the Raw in Baltimore, which I don't want to tell you. I texted you earlier about, you know, Finn Balor's match. Losing to Elias? Yeah. And they had the uh, SmackDown show in Richmond, I believe it was. So, Mm. yeah. Not too far. Well, Richmond's, you know, a nice five-hour drive, but still not not a good thing to do, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. We had the Universal title match. Brock Lesnar defeating Braun Strowman and Kane. To uh, retain the title, uh, this was and a, a no disqualification match. Well, yeah, all triple threats are no DQ. This was this was a, well, so. a a great effort by all involved, but I gotta say the crowd really had. I don't say no heat for this match, but not a lot of heat given the spots and who was involved, right? 
Yeah, but it's also this is kind of become the ammo of the Brock Lesnar match when you look at it. I mean, same match basically as SummerSlam, same matches basically with him and Samoa Joe, same matches him and Goldberg, same matches him and Braun. Just you know, you add Kane to it, you do this, you do that, but it's basically the same match. It goes seven minutes and that's it. Yeah. By the way, shout out to my homegirl Stephanie Sias, who actually was an old school TSC News host, watching the stream, commenting. I appreciate it. Sorry about the Vikings, girl, but um, I think I think they'll be back. Although they got three quarterbacks who are free agents now, who could be their starter. That's that's pretty unprecedented. Anyway, so and probably none of them will be, but you know, that's a whole nother <laughs> exactly. Day. Might as well sign Kirk Cousins. Strowman ran wild to start the match, including a running knee slash drop kick thingy on Lesnar. That was cool. Thingy, I like that. I, I but, don't know. It looked like a drop kick to me, but but they said they called it a knee. I'll just call it a drop kick knee thingy. Uh, Kane interrupted Lesnar's a five attempt with a choke slam. Strowman cornered Kane as Lesnar regroups on the outside. Lesnar attacked Kane with a steel chair. Strowman punches a steel chair out of Lesnar's hand and throws both out of the ring. Strowman sends Lesnar into the barricade and takes out Kane with the steel steps. Strowman pulls out a table and puts it in the ring and another table in the ring. Strowman set up a table in one corner and in the middle of the ring. Kane attempted a choke slam, but Strowman hit his own. And then Lesnar broke up the pin and hit three German suplexes on Strowman. Strowman hit a running power slam on Lesnar through the table. I think they could have let this near fall breathe a bit, but before even a, a one count, Kane immediately broke it up. Kane and Strowman looked to have some miscommunication as Kane sends him into the table in the corner. They didn't replay this, but it looked like maybe like Kane was trying to like throw Strowman into the corner, but the announcers covered it up because there was a mess up and. The announcer said maybe Strowman set himself into the table. I don't know. I I, kinda, I guess I blinked and missed it when I was typing this. Did you see any miscommunication here? Uh, you know, I you, you know, it was kind of a blur to me. Honestly, yeah. I, I don't. Whatever. There was definitely some some botches and you know some things here and there that happened. Yeah, that's that's true. And the crowd, you know, the crowd became more apathetic after this. And yeah, it was it was weird. Kane choke slams Lesnar. Strowman broke up the pin. Waist lock and big throw by Strowman, sending Lesnar outside. Strowman threw Lesnar into a barricade, tore up the German announce table. Lesnar countered Strowman and hit an F5 through the table. That was awesome. He then tipped over another table on Strowman, and Corey Graves said, he might have killed him. Okay. This is very similar to their SummerSlam 2017 spot with the, the roles reversed. Lesnar F5K onto another table that eventually implodes. Strowman rose back to life and knocked Lesnar down. Lesnar hit the back of his head on the steel steps. That looked like it sucked. Back in the ring, Strowman hit the running power slam on Lesnar, but doesn't go for the cover. He instead goes for another power slam, but Strowman attacks... Oh, I'm sorry. Kane attacks Strowman with the chair, standing on the outside. Shockingly, at this point, still not that much crowd heat. And then Kane set up Lesnar for a tombstone. Lesnar escaped and sent Strowman into... Sent Kane into Strowman on the apron. Strowman got knocked off the apron. F5 on Kane onto the steel chair. Anticlimactic finish. You know the deal. Lesnar gets the pin. Did you mention, and, and I'm sorry, Fred, if you did, I, I was kind of, I'm, I'm not feeling good, so I'm a little out of it, but uh, did you mention after the uh, the knee thingy, the uh, stiff, stiff right hand that Brock hit Braun with right in the face? Oh, yeah, that's right. It was almost yes. like, it was almost like maybe Brock gave him a receipt. A little payback, yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, brother, this is a work. <laughs> well, he definitely cussed him out because the, uh, the, uh, the audio went out there for a minute. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Is that why it went out? It, it had to be. It had oh, to be. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Okay. Because yeah. I looked at that right hand, and it did look a little awkward. I remember that. that like, Go back on Twitter. There's some uh, uh, gifs of it. My God. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah. Like, I know it was stiff, but, like, I didn't know, like, who, it was Strowman or Kurt. That, that's okay. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't write that down, but, like, I did see, I did see, like, they were trading shots, but, like, everything was happening so fast. It was, it was kind of fast-paced at that's first. That's the problem. It was, yeah. But that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I love Strowman, but he, you know, you don't, you don't mess with Brock, dude. And afterwards, Strowman uh, stood tall in the ring, said, you never beat me. I hope they don't do Strowman versus Lesnar at the next pay-per-view because that would mean they'd beat <sighs> Strowman. And I do not want to see Strowman. Well, put it this way. I don't care who the champ is. I do not want to see Braun Strowman in another title match unless he is on the winning end. Y'all got that? Y'all got that? Because it's getting to the point where it's it's just ridiculous. I don't care what your stupid plan is with Roman and Brock. The guy is over. The guy consistently gets over. Who cares if he can't wrestle a 30-minute classic? He's awesome for what he is. He's like Goldberg. He doesn't need to freaking wrestle 15-minute classics, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Just kill people, break stuff, leave. That's all he needs to do. And look, That should be the t-shirt. That should be. And look, if he keeps doing what he's doing, and as long as they protect him, I guess it's fine. But you're going to get to a point where... By the time he does win the title, God forbid if he doesn't win it, that it's going to be too late, and it's going to be like, okay, shrugs, whatever. I don't mind the the slow burn and and all that jazz, but you can't be putting him in multiple title situations, okay? Stone Cold, to the best of my recollection, had only a a couple of these title shots. He worked a few main events with Shawn Michaels as the ringmaster uh, when when HBK was the NBA champion. He had 97, where he was in the Final Four, when it was for the vacant WWE title before WrestleMania 13. And even after WrestleMania 13, a couple months later, you had him work with Undertaker, and Undertaker beat him to retain a WWE title. But that was about it. And to the best of my recollection, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Stone Cold went anywhere near the WWE title at that point up until WrestleMania the following year. Which would have been, what, WrestleMania 14? Yeah. Yeah. So like some Brad Hart, that was not yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So I mean after after the Taker match, yeah. like he really didn't come close to, to getting near the title and he stayed hot and they protected him. And so put it this way, so far they've done right by Strowman, even though they had him lose to Lesnar. I didn't like that, and I don't like the layout of the match at all, uh, back at No Mercy. But at least they've kept him apart. And I guess technically it's been like what, four or five months since they wrestled, so it, it's not that bad. But still, I I just don't want to put Strowman in a position to lose, period. At all, nada, zilch. I agree. Okay, that that's the it. The issue is that you can only do so much with a guy like that. You know, what are you going to do? Put him in a match with Kane and just have? I guess you could. Well, but, I guess they're going to. Jesus. But I'm, why? I would assume they're going to put him in an elimination chamber, which means you're going to have Roman possibly beat him. Oof. Man, I'm not. Fa- I'm not a fan Ooh. of that. I'm not a fan. Well, look, Roman Reigns definitely doesn't deserve any flack for this if he's innocent, especially if there's no paper trail. But we did talk about how. We convicted did. convicted steroid dealer uh, Richard Rodriguez is is right now in prison, and he recently did an interview with Johnny Bravo or John Bravo, who's maybe related to the cartoon character on YouTube. He's a documentary filmmaker, by the way, and he did n- implicate Roman Reigns along with Mark Wahlberg and a couple other celebrities as part of his steroid ring. For those that don't know, Richard Rodriguez owned one of the Iron Addicts gyms in Florida, which is tied to C.T. Fletcher's business. And I think like an affiliate gym, C.T. Fletcher, fitness guru, motivational speaker, real, really famous f- fitness celebrity, Netflix documentary. And uh, yeah, he named Roman Reigns. And then uh, I think recently, a couple days ago, you can check it out on John Bravo's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Rodriguez in prison claims that he does have hard evidence on the people he implicated. 
So if that's the case, and Roman Reigns gets a 60-day suspension, well, then that changes things. We'll see. But right now, at the end of the day, at the moment, it's just a guy in prison naming names. And I'll leave it at that. And then we had the first ever Women's Royal Rumble match to close out the show. I was a little nervous about this closing out the show at first because while you do have some great workers in the match, you also have a lot of inexperienced workers like Carmella and Lana and, and, and some other gals here. But they pulled it off and then some. Oh, it was great. Yep. Yeah, Stephanie McMahon was on, was on commentary for this match. And she actually wasn't that bad. Although she did use the word history uh, at least a thousand times. <laughs> Yeah, Making and Maria history. Menudos was the uh, ring announcer who got booed, which was fun. Yeah, I, I felt bad for that. She's awesome. And I look, did. She is. She's a good she, person. She, yeah, she's no. a good person. You know, just bat- I think she's still battling some form of brain, a brain cancer or a brain tumor or whatnot. Well, I, think she's, I think she's good now. Okay, yeah. she's good. You know, and, and not only that, but she's a genuine fan, and she also sure. has AfterBuzz TV, and she's given a lot of people jobs and opportunities like Kathy Kelly and, and actually Sonya Deville. She gave Sonya Deville an opportunity as well to get noticed by WWE. So I, I, I really can't hate on Maria Menounos. She, she's she's given back to the business and she's done a lot and she's it's, I feel like she's a generally nice person anyway. Sure. So she introduced everybody and the the women's champions who came out at ringside. So first entrant was Sasha Banks. Second entrant was my pick Becky Lynch. McMahon tells Cole Booker T and Corey Graves that she's overwhelmed by the moment. Banks and Lynch debuted some cool new gear. Banks had kind of like uh, Wonder Woman, Cap, uh, Captain America, female version gear. And Becky Lynch had like this cool, like old school looking singlet. Good back and forth. Although first. Stephanie called it futuristic. Yeah. So, futuristic. Yeah. yeah. May, that's what uh, she called it. The May, future. May Young's outfit or whatever these girls wore in glow. That's futuristic. Okay. Sure. Banks, uh-huh. Banks and Lynch uh, went for the respective submissions early on, but they, they countered each other. Double clothesline. Third entrant was the Riot Squad, Sarah Logan. She ran wild for a bit. Fourth entrant was Mandy Rose, who was looking like a goddess, as Corey Graves said. Couldn't agree with him more. Uh, it seemed like the McMahon's role throughout the whole night was providing background info on them, as if we were just watching these women for the first time, which was kind of weird. There was a, it a, was, but it was kind of interesting because maybe you don't pay attention to a lot of, you know. Yeah, so. that's true. No, no you're right. Good. No, that's true. That's true. And it kind of made Stephanie a little bit more credible, too. I agree. She was pretty tame for the most part. And even when even when Michael Pohl, Michael Pohl, Michael Cole... Tried to kiss her ass, uh, you know, and say, "Oh, Stephanie, man, you're a big part of this." She did dismiss it, which which is good, which is good, because you know, Stephanie man's never never one to to take praise. Uh, that, that's for sure. No, 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 no. Fifth entrant was Lita, and Lita is part of a reoccurring theme in this match that surprised me with a number of legends appearing in this match, surprisingly getting a whole lot of offense rather than just kind of like you know one elimination and mm-hmm. that, and that's it. So Lita double clothesline Banks and Lynch. Traded strikes with Mandy Rose, set Logan to the apron, set Rose in the apron, and then Lita hit a shoulder strike on Rose, eliminating her. Sixth entrant was Kyrie Sane. Woo! May Young Classic winner. She hit her trademark elbow on Banks and Lynch. Seventh entrant was Tamina Snuka. I don't know what the hell Tamina was wearing. I know she usually wears like the, the black pants and like the vest and, and all that jazz to look like kind of like a bouncer. But this was like I don't know. It was like acid. It's a tribute to Waylon Mercy. It was like acid washed, like denim from like. It was white denim, wasn't it? What acid washed, like white denim from like H and M, from like 2007. <laughs> like, 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 like this would look great. Like, listen, I'm I'm sure she would have. Like, I don't. I mean, look, she'll good, but it's just very loud. 
It was very loud. It was different. Yes, it was very loud. Like on my TV, she came on my TV and it's like, whoa. Like I was like, okay, like what the hell? Well, like, she stood out. I mean, she did. She did. St- she did. Like I said, she looked great. Just the outfit was very loud. I didn't. Ex- I guess I just didn't expect it. So anyway, Tamina in her H&M gear was brawling with Tamina. And, and then Lita hit the twist of fate on Tamina and Becky Lynch. Lita hit a double moonsault on Banks and Lynch. She barely cleared that, but she hit it. Well, way to go, window sounds. And then crowd said, Chana, you still got it. Lita eliminated Tamina. Then Becky el- immediately el- eliminated Lita. Try saying that 10 times Lita fast. Lita was winded. She was winded. She was. Uh, but hey, can you blame hey, her, though? Good. She, she hasn't had a match no, forever. absolutely. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Becky Lynch, uh, yeah, Becky Lynch landed Lita. Dana Brooke entered in at number eight. Kyrie Sane was on the top rope, and Dana Brooke pushed her off to eliminate the Mae Young Classic champion. And Dana Brooke, who in storyline is a jobber with all enhancement talent, and in the ring in general, is not very good. Seems like a nice person, got a great look. Oh. A great ambassador for WWE, especially because of her background and, and fitness and everything else. But she's no good. Okay. And Is it, it possible that Carrie was there as a replacement for Alicia Fox, who a couple hours before that we found out was injured and would not compete? And they didn't have time to rewrite a better script for her. Is it possible? No, because look what happened after that. Tori Wilson entered at number nine. Face Buster, face buster Dana Brooke. And then she eliminated Dana Brooke. Well, Sarah Logan hit a clothesline. Right, but what I'm saying is maybe Dana Brooke was supposed to eliminate Alicia Fox. Instead, she eliminates Carrie Sane, and it just goes on from there. It's not that hard. I understand, but maybe. It's not maybe. that hard. Not I, that you hard. know? Maybe. Maybe. Poor Alicia Fox. I feel bad she wasn't a part of this. I, I wish we knew who, who replaced her, you know? And I also, we'll never know, but I wish we knew. And I also feel bad that uh, Paige wasn't at least at ringside with Absolution. I, I thought, thought she, about that. Yeah. yeah, I thought she deserved to be there, man. That was really unfortunate. But yes. Tori Wilson, of all people, eliminates Dana Brooke. Who looked good, too. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Didn't look that sloppy either. And she was not a, a good <laughs> worker back in her day. And honestly, she didn't get into the business to be a worker anyway. So I don't blame mm-hmm. her. 10th entrant was Sonya Deville. Sonya eliminates Tori Wilson. This time, Sonya Deville did put her hair up and squared up. Molly Holly came in at number 12. That was great. She eliminated Sarah Logan, hit the Molly go round on Sasha Banks. I feel like Banks was hit by every like legendary like woman's like finisher. It was great. She, she probably asked for it, I would assume. True. 13 entrance. Yeah, so she eliminated Sarah Logan. 13 entrance is Lana, who came out to a huge Rusev Day chant. Morgan and DeVille beat up Lana, but Mrs. Rusev fired back. 14th entrance is Michelle McCool, who probably had the most surprising performance here. She eliminated yeah. Liv Morgan, Molly Holly, Lanya and Sonia Deville. Did I mention that Liv Morgan entered early on? I probably missed her, but my and bad. Who's Lanya? Lana. Okay, it's a nah, long day, okay. man. Right, it's been a very long day. St- long day. Still, <laughs> still getting my voice back. For those that don't know, very quickly to plug some content on TSC News. I just interviewed Bob Backlund and the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. So if you have not watched those interviews, I know Scott has. I would strongly recommend. Oh, yes, he has. I would strongly recommend you watch them, especially. The Bob Backlund interview. Mr. Backlund. Mist, my apologies. Mr. 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 Backlund. Okay. He will put you in the chicken wing if you, you don't adjust him correctly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, he almost, he almost did. Thank you. Know, you know, he gave me a protein shake. 
And you drank it, right? I, I did. It was it was delicious. I got Hey, fun quick story, real quick. I was at the store, uh, the BJ's earlier today with Brooke, and they um, you know, they have the samples and they had the protein shake samples. And randomly, they had two little 1980s WWE figures there. One was Hacksaw Jim Duggan and one was Hulk Hogan. I just got a kick out of that. They said, yeah, every time we sample these, my boss wants me to put the, the, the figures out there. That's hilarious. So, it was kind of funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he gave me. A, he showed me this little like protein funnel and he kept talking to me. He was so nice. Such a nice man. And like, he knew me by my first name. And he's like, he's like, he's like, so your name is Freddy? I'm like, if you can call me Fred. He's like, hello, Fred. And, and, then, like, and every time I walk by him, hey, Fred. Have you ever seen one of these? And it's like a protein funnel, and he's calmly talking to me, and he's like, you know, it's a nobody sees these anymore. Get a water bottle. I'll make one for you. And he gave me this protein shake and added only nine grams of protein, and he was telling me how he bought it at Whole Foods, how I prefer Trader Joe's. It was so surreal having this prolonged conversation with the third longest reigning WWE champion of all time. The man is a legend. He is. But the last time I met him five years ago, he yelled at me without even raising his voice. Because I apparently filmed him without his permission, and five years later, just yeah, the di- diff- different times. Very nice, very nice guy. And he's got his tooth back. And I'll never forget the interview that um, Mr. J. George did with him as well. That yes, was classic. Which is also on the TSC News Archive. So click on that Bob Backlin interview on this channel, subscribe, and we have a link right on that video to the 2013 interview with Bob Backlin, and then you can watch Mark, the Mark Henry interview, our interview with Bruce Pritchard, and many, many more. All right, yeah. so Liv Morgan entered at number 11. My bad, I missed her. Followed by Molly Holly, number 12. I said Molly Holly eliminated Sarah Logan. 13 was Lana. 14, Michelle McCool. McCool eliminated Liv Morgan, Molly Holly, Lana, and Sonia Deville. This is kind of weird, but... You know, Michelle McCool is one of the all-time greats, too. Molly Holly was thrown out awkwardly on the apron on the way down. That looked like mm-hmm. it hurt. Yeah. 15th entrant was Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot, I think, is a star. She just carries herself with, with, with the presence. I really do like she her. She could be. Absolutely. She's got a great look. Really good in the ring. Awesome promo. I'm a I'm a, just a big fan of her since she's been on the main roster. I liked her in NXT, too. But she's really impressed me on the main roster. All the women attempted to eliminate Riot, but she hung on. Bax and McCool are battling it out until number 16 comes out. Vicky Guerrero. This was hilarious. She was in street clothes, screamed, excuse that me. That wasn't street clothes. That's her outfit. <laughs> kind of, it, looked like street, it looked like her outfit. I mean, Vicky Guerrero, so you, you got to kind of go true, with. Sure, know. but she had tights before that one WrestleMania. Oh, that's, yeah, huh. yeah. So she so she screamed, told everybody she had, they had to listen to her. And then all the women left, grabbed Guerrero and threw her out of the ring. That was hilarious. That was great. Safely threw her out of the ring. Yeah. Very safely. Yeah. 17th entrant was Ms. Money in the Bank, Carmella. Guerrero took his briefcase from Carmella and hit her in the back. I wonder. That was great. I wonder if that's going to lead to anything or not, but that was hilarious. Yeah, I'll, I will say this. We talk about how DDB doesn't respect its history sometimes. At least Vince McMahon historically hasn't. Triple H, I'd say, is a lot better at doing that. Um, we talk about sometimes, you know, just everything feeling contrived and, and what have you. But WWE really did a great job throughout this match of respecting its history, shouting out the past women that couldn't be involved in the Rumble match. So, look, you got to give credit where credit's due. There's times where they really pat themselves on the back and it gets nauseating. And there's other times where they really shine a spotlight on some competitors that really deserved that spotlight a long time ago. And they they, they definitely did it here. So, and, the, and Stephanie even mentioned China. How about that? Yeah, so. the irony there, but hey, she did. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So yeah, Guerrero hit Carmelo with the briefcase. That was hilarious. 
Number 18 is Natalia. Carmella attacked Natalia before she could get in the ring. 19 was Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly's still not great in the ring, but she's fine. I felt like Somebody she was... forgot to tell Kelly Kelly it's PG now, but, you know, whatever. She had a jacket on, at least. <laughs> she, Just saying. Okay, Natalia was uh, nearly eliminated by Kelly, and, and then Natalia threw out Michelle McCool, so Natalia officially eliminates McCool. Once again, we heard the word history at this point. 20th entry was Naomi. She destroyed everybody with her rear views. Ruby Riot eliminated Becky Lynch. 21st entrant was Jacqueline Moore. And I love the fact that she got another big pop. Yeah. You know, people remember. You know, she was from the Attitude Era and, and in WCW yeah. as well. And yeah, she's 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 a great competitor. She started at what, late early eighties, at least, probably back then. I think, I think late I think, I think late eighties. Late eighties? I think late eighties with the um, Maybe mid eighties, yeah. At least I recall her from Memphis. Yeah, I recall her in Memphis with the Jarrett. So maybe she probably started out before then, though. So yeah, but yeah, she looked good and and she she was in there doing her thing, got a big pop. Twenty second entry was Nia Jax. Nia Jax eliminated Kelly Kelly and Jacqueline. She eliminated Ruby Riot. This is super impressive. Press slam Ruby Riot for a while. Threw her out to the top uh, turnbuckle. Then eliminated her. Now we went for a trademark kicks, but it's thrown out by Nia Jax. But she got her Kofi Kingston spot. By landing on the woman on the outside, hanging onto the barricade, eventually uh, climbed climbed onto a chair, Maria Menounos' chair, and climbed back into the ring, only to be thrown out by Nia Jax. 23rd entrant was women's champion Ember Moon of NXT, still sell- selling her arm. I like the selling. She was hurt by Shayna Baszler, which they brought up on the show. Nia, yeah, it said Nia Jax and Naomi. 24th entrant is Becky Lynn, or I'm sorry, Beth Phoenix. Excuse me, it's been a long night. Crowd chants, this is awesome. Phoenix battles Jax. She tried to lift her unsuccessfully, but got her up in the second attempt, but couldn't eliminate her. Natalia and Phoenix briefly reunited as the Divas of Doom and sent Jax through the middle rope. And then Natalia hugged Phoenix and threw her out. So Natalia eliminated her best friend, Beth Phoenix. 25th is Asuka. She cleaned house, stared down Ember Moon. Ember Moon hit her eclipse, so once again, she could not capitalize much like last night when she hurt her arm. And then Asuka sent Ember Moon to the outside. I think Asuka could have sold the eclipse a little bit more, but whatever. 20s, and I, it is kind of weird that the NXT Women's Champion gets eliminated like that, but whatever. Well, she's injured, so it kind of worked True, out. True, she had an out. Better, better out than Almas. Although, then again, Almas did take a super RKO. 26 is Mickey. 27 is Nikki or 27 26 is Mickey James. 27th is Nikki as a Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella eliminated Carmella. 28th entrant is Brie Bella. Brie Bella hit her trademark running knees on everybody. Bella Twins dropkicked Jacks off the apron but she was still technically in the match. 29 is Bailey. And number 30 was Trish Stratus. It looked great. No Rousey at that point. I was perfectly fine with it. Stratus hit dual bulldogs and a hurricane on Bailey. She stared down her old rival, Mickey James. Crowd popped big. I love the fact yes. that they remember their rivalry from 06. James goes up top, blocked Trish's hurricane attempt, but Trish hits a Trish kick, who knocks James the outside to eliminate her. And then all the superstars eliminated Nia Jax, which got a huge amount of boos from the crowd. The crowd really was into Nia Jax, and... Nia Jax, to me, is a lot like a female Braun Strowman in a sense that I feel like she's gotten over recently, being put in so many title opportunities, constantly comes up short. Okay, not as many... Okay, she's been put in a lot more than Braun, but it's almost to the point where it's like, hot damn, they got to pull the trigger at some point, right? 
who knows? <laughs> I mean, it's, what more can you say? Yeah. You would think? Yeah. I mean, she's, she's comes off so likable on Total Divas. She's a beautiful woman. I mean, she's, she's, she's gotten better in the ring. She looks different for everybody else. She's got the pedigree, the lineage. Well, Jesus. Let's, let, well, hold on. Let's stop right there, though. Maybe it's a good thing that they don't pull the trigger right now because, then, you know, she wants to earn her spot and she doesn't want to use, you know, her background to, together. You she's know, been, people, I, agree. I, I know she has. I Yo, know she's, she's been, been there for a, for a year bit. and a half and she's gotten over. That. Who cares? I, I understand. But, you know, hey. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, you asked my opinion. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Well, they, you got it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Thank you. Yeah, you Sasha Banks eliminates Bailey. Crowd didn't like that either. I like heel Banks. Banks was a heel all throughout this match. I hope they actually turn her heel because this reminded me how great she was in NXT as a heel. Yeah. Trish eliminated Natalia. Banks and Trish got in each other's faces. Trish went for the Stratisfaction Bulldog, but was thrown out by Banks. Final four are Bella Twins, Banks, and Asuka. Bella Twins eliminated Sasha Banks. Bella Twins tried to well, get rid of Asuka, but she goes well, nuts. Well, you got to say how they eliminated Banks because it was a backfire on Sasha's part. Um, Do you not remember it? I don't remember, no. All right, so Sasha puts Asuka on the second rope and was going to go for this, uh, the knee stomp off the, you know, yeah. the springboard knee stomp, and the Bellas just toop, right over. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. And then the Bellas channeling their old school, well, not really that old school, but their old like, heel, heel personas, which we haven't seen in a while. I mean, even when Nikki was the longest reigning champion, like this was like 2007 Bellas when they were just coming on the scene and arrogant, and it, it was, it was kind of cool to see them throw them back, and they, they did the loser a yo pose on, on Banks. That was cool. So Brie ends up on the apron. Nikki eliminates her own sister, which was cool. It was. And then Nikki threw Asuka to the apron. Asuka locked on a submission to tip Nikki over. Both are on the apron. Asuka was uh, was on her on the apron. She was not, kind of almost you know dangling down. And then she kicked Nikki's knee out from under her. Nikki falls to the ground, and Asuka wins the first Women's Royal Rumble match. Massive thumbs up. This is great. Yeah. It was. I think the booking could have been a little bit better. I was not a fan of the Bellas as the final three. I I, I don't know. To me, it just could have been somebody else. I think if I'm – I have no issue with the legends from the past in it. I think that maybe they dropped the ball not having – Nikki Cross or, you know, possibly the iconic duo in it. But I understand why they did what they did. Um, to me, you know, what they do at Trish and Mickey was great. I think if you're going to do that, though, you make Trish and Lita one and two and maybe Becky and Sasha three and four. You do something like that. That would, yeah. uh, I think, have been a cool standoff also. Little things, you know, and whatever. It was a great match. It worked out. It was perfect. I mean, I can't complain about it. Just little things like that. Maybe I would have done to make it a little bit even more special. Yeah, I agree, and I, th I think it would have been nice to have another current superstar as the final two, right? So it would have right. been nice to have Asuka and Sasha Banks. So Sasha really did have an MVP-like performance in the match in terms of selling and in terms of you know, being a heel and, and, and all that, too. But yeah, hey, all the women shine. They did great. The only really appalling... I mean, you know what, though? I would have liked to have seen Nia Jax. Actually, now thinking about it, I would like to have seen Nia Jax in, like, the final three, final four. Because she really That's had what a I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you don't put, like, I mean, I get Nikki Bella. I understand why she's there. But in reality, she's. I don't think she's coming back. I don't think she's coming back full-time even. You know, part-time, full-time. I, I don't like that. I mean, it, Yeah, it was a again, little weird. They do it. It was a little I, weird. I just, yeah. Only, the, honestly, the only really appalling aspect of that match is the Kyrie Sane elimination. I mean, to me, I, I still think Alexa and Charlotte should have been in the match. And Charlotte even said on the pre-show, and it's what I told you, you know, hey, I'm going to enter the match and I'll just challenge Alexa. Yeah. Why not true. do that? You know, those two deserve it. Why not? Yeah, true. 
true. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And then afterwards, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Ronda Rousey came out. Oh, first the champions came into the ring to confront Asuka. She was going to choose who she faces. Ronda Rousey came out looking like a hot Roddy Piper as a, as a woman. And then she stared, sure. she stared all three down. Of course, in real life, she could kill all three women in the ring if she wanted to. And she pointed to the WrestleMania sign, tried to shake Asuka's hand. Asuka slapped her hand away, stared down, more pointing to the WrestleMania sign. She shook Stephanie McMahon's hand. Cole, and it was weird because, like, Michael Cole was like, can you believe this, Stephanie? She's like, uh, I can't. It was almost I like didn't she, know anything about it. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was kind of... But why shake Stephanie's hand? Like, that was kind of odd. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I guess they squashed her beef. And then, yeah, that, that was yeah. that. And then we got the uh, the note that Rousey has signed a full-time contract with WWE, according to Ramona Shelburne of ESPN, a.k.a. her personal publicist. So, See, Michael Cole told us to go to social media. I was on MySpace. I didn't even see it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it happens. Okay, this is a quote from the the article. This is my life now, my first priority on my timeline for the next several years. This is not a smash and grab. This is not a publicity stunt. When I first met Triple H, I told him there are other things I can do with my time that will make me more money, but I won't enjoy this nearly as much. Well, she's saying the right things. We'll see if that actually comes to fruition. It'll be interesting. Um, I know a lot of, and look, it's Twitter, so I get it, but a lot of people are crapping on the fact that she took away the spotlight from Asuka. Well, well, let's remember, she didn't take the spotlight away. That's how it's booked, you know? You got to remember, wrestling, you know, has a, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of give and take, we'll say. You know, we don't want to spoil it for people, but it's not like, you know, this is her fault that she did, you know, she did what she did. Yeah. I mean, is that a nice way of saying it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I was hoping uh, she was going to take out Asuka. When they shook hands, I thought she was going to put her in an armbar. I thought that would have been really cool. Yeah. Kind of, you know, stamp her, you know, stamp her way. But I get it. And just so you know, you can go on www.shopnow.com and get the Ronda Rousey shirt. So they paid me for that. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, I'm kidding you now. This has nothing to do with wrestling. I can't, but I just had a, a dude who's been following me for years on Instagram just message me and say, I'm not even kidding. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not BSing here. I'm drunk. I'm talking a lot. So many true words. You're the man of my dreams. Cool. All right. I didn't expect that. Well, oh, yeah, no. that, I he's mean, a gold fan. Hey, I, I, I appreciate the, the compliment, bro. I just, I, I, that's a little <sighs> weird and I don't really talk to you that But often. we don't discriminate. So no, I'm no, no, bro, bro, compliment. No, I'm fine, dude. I don't care. It's fine. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm I'm totally fine. It's just I didn't (laughs) expect it, especially in the middle of my recap. Totally You know, I mean, hey, what? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Let me change subjects real quick. We were talking about Jacqueline a couple minutes ago. Just so you know, that lady is 54 years old, still getting in the ring doing what she's doing, and she did debut back in like 1988. So there you go. Wow. God bless her. her. Good for her. God bless her. That's amazing. That's a, that's amazing. Wow. Okay, let's say get a few more questions in. Overall, uh, you say thumbs up show. Best pay per view, best WWE main roster pay per view of the year, hands down. Yeah. Think oh my that. God. Okay, sorry. I'm I'm watching this GIF of the the t that uh, total diva diva is Epps on Twitter tweeted of Brock punching oh Braun Strowman. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. That knee was an accident. That's kind of a, that's a dick move, in my opinion. But that's Brock. I mean, maybe you know who knows. But Braun took it like a man. 
Yeah, I know, but he could have been concussed. <laughs> he probably was concussed. Right. I mean, Bubba Ray Dudley says it the best. Receipt. That's exactly what it was. It's a shame, but it's what's going to happen, you know, and that's the unfortunate part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, um, Telvin Kipapa says at least the, you, the follower admitted he's drunk. Yeah, it's hey, it's it's just different. I mean, I've had <sighs> people drunk message me and dial me before, but it's it's been probably like several years, so it's kind of kind of funny. All right. Just so you know, I think Hulk Hogan's drunk tweeting. Oh, <laughs> he he tweeted, "Wish he was in the Rumble. He would have thrown all the girls over the top." LOL. Oh, Hulkster. Nice to know he's still. Nice to know he's still a creep. I say, okay, Pro Star 7 says, I say, if you know, four way for IC title at Mania, Miz versus Braun versus Roman versus Balor. Um, that's not happening, but that would be cool. It, it, according to WrestlingObserver.com, it's going to be Miz versus Strowman. We will see. Okay. Um, Russ says, I say, Nakamura wins the title over AJ, then drops it at the final pay per view or at the next pay per view. I'm sorry. I would hope Nakamura wins it because he lost to Jinder at SummerSlam, and it would be awkward to not give him the title. Yeah, because then you probably put AJ to Raw the next night for the draft or whatever. That's, I mean, that's how I would go with it, I guess. Yeah. Um. Hey. Okay. What's uh? Let's see. What? Oh, somebody had something clever. I oh, Mi, Mi, will Mysterio be at Raw tomorrow? I'm not sure. That's from Breezy Kicks. I'm not. I'm not sure about Mysterio. It might be a one-time deal. I, I hope heard it's it was not. a one-time deal. So we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully not. Well, rumor was he was negotiating with TNA, so maybe this is a good way to get more money. Who knows? <laughs> You're damn right. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but why would you let him go to T? He's Rey Mysterio. You got money, y'all. You got money. Vince McMahon has money to waste a hundred million on a football league. He 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 spent a few million on, on Rey Mysterio, or at least a million. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay, let's see. Oh, this one's a clever question. No Sable at the Rumble? She should have been there. Yeah, I agree, but I think she's at the stage of her life where she's raising her kids yes. with Brock. She's got fame. She's done her thing. She posed for Playboy twice. She's been women's champion, had a WrestleMania moments, drew ratings back in the Attitude Era. What else does she need to do? And I mean, and she's met me. So has she go. really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me find the picture. I'll send it out. Oh God. Yeah. Well, hey, her life, her life's complete. Then she doesn't. You know, it's yeah. absolutely complete. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So overall, Jesus, Christmas. It's almost one o'clock in the morning. Whew, this is a well, thumbs a vacation up. day tomorrow. Yeah. Lucky you. I don't. <laughs> thumbs up show. Ronda Rousey with WWE, allegedly full time. Nakamura and Asuka, both Royal Rumble winners, both Japanese, which is a big deal. Because normally, normally WWE mentality is like, oh, we have already one high flyer. We already have a couple Mexican guys. Or this, it's like, it's stupid. They actually just, they finally, for, for the first time in a while, just booked the right people, for the most part. The right and these people. were not WWE people either. Yes, which to just win. Not more special. Yeah. Exactly. Two people who aren't, you know, the prototypical WWE style person winning the big matches. That was, that was awesome. So, hey. We criticize them when it's warranted, but we also got to give credit where credit's due. So, folks, I want to hear from you. What did you think about Royal Rumble? What did you think about Royal Rumble weekend? Let me know. Leave a comment below. Tweet us, Facebook us. Do what you got to do. If you enjoyed this update, please click the like button. Please share this with all your friends. Please don't forget to subscribe and enable notifications. If you want to support TSC News and grab a t-shirt, go to teespring.com slash tsc-news-gear or just click on the link in the description. Visit thesportscore.com. For more updates, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're all over the place. You can even Google my name. You'll find me. You name it, 
We got it. Please, again, check out our interviews with Bruce Pritchard, Bob Backlund, Mark Henry. You don't want to miss those. We got even more coming up. Until next time, everybody, as always, enjoy the matches.